0: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the
3: live betting angles for every game. This is v Live Bet Tonight with Femi Ababafei and Wes Reynolds on v the sports betting network.
4: It's a great day to be alive and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the v studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is v Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds it's a live betting extravaganza or if you don't have a bet leading up to the game we will try to find some action in game over the next three hours make sure to tweet at the show at VEASAN live on Twitter at Wes Reynolds one is where you can find Wes at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me and when you're on Twitter use the hashtag VEASAN live bet if you have a bet a question a comment just want to say hi We'll talk about it here on the show over the next three hours. Coming up, Matt Humans, Veasan betting analyst at 6:30, talking college football week six openers from DraftKings, which we will reveal Wes mm-hmm. in 15 minutes. One of the best segments that we do every single week as we look for early value. We also have eight games in progress across Major League Baseball, including Yankees, Blue Jays, Aaron Judge watch. It continues here in this AL East showdown, but there are also four games on the West coast that are getting underway within the hour. Athletics, angels, Dodgers, Padres, Rangers, Mariners, Rockies, Giants, but first West, is there a live bet that we can make at this moment? Yeah,
3: I was going to say, I was hope- hoping, the blue Jays were still down, but they've now tied the game. We're on uh, Aaron judge watch. We're also on blue Jays watch. Of course, uh, they are trying to get in and position themselves to be in the wild card. And Yankees, of course, uh, clinched the AL East last night. And you look up and down that lineup. Uh, Aaron Judge obviously in the lineup, but a lot of backups basically today. You don't you don't mm-hmm. see Stanton in the lineup. You have uh, Cabrera and and Bader and Marwin Gonzalez and Higashioka and Lo Castro in the lineup. So Yankees gave up a lot of off days today, and we'll get to that with uh, St. Louis and Milwaukee momentarily. So. Uh, this is this is one I did play overnight. I did go ahead and play the uh, Blue Jays. Yankees got off to a 3 nothing uh lead after the first, but uh, Toronto did, with three did runs. Did you
4: double down with a little in game?
3: I did not actually uh I I just al- already had had it pre-flop mm-hmm. about plus a dollar 15. Kind of wish I would have. So uh Yankees currently tied at 3. Uh, we await for Aaron Judge. Uh, he will be up do up second here in the top of the 7th.
4: Yeah, Aaron Judge tonight was plus two fifty to hit a home run, so it's starting to creep up a little bit. Mm-hmm. After last night, we saw plus well, one ninety.
3: Well, what's gonna happen now are the walks. Uh, what was the price to be the first at bat to be a walk? I thought I saw five fifty. Oh wow, out there in the market, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I know. Uh, just looking at this, uh, people betting the home runs. It's like you know, maybe bet the walk uh, mm-hmm. because he's been walking a lot lately. And then wrapping up this series, uh, they have. Uh, One more series against the Orioles. Now, the Orioles still hanging on, still only three and a half out of the wild card. So, how many pitches is he going to see in those series? He had one earlier tonight, though, uh, hanging breaking ball and just missed it. That could have been number 61 tonight. But we were talking about that schedule last week. Okay, who are they going to play? Who's in the mix? And, you know, you got to think if these teams are in the mix, they're not going to let this guy beat them. And then you have that last series against the Texas Rangers down there in uh, Arlington. So wonder if that's going to be the spot if he doesn't get it here this weekend against Baltimore.
4: Well, right now at DraftKings, Judge, the over on 61 and a half. So will judge get to 62 minus 425. The under plus 310. Yesterday, that under was plus 400. So the adjustments have now been made as mm-hmm. ones continue to rake more and more dollars in on this Aaron judge 61 watch here. But you mentioned that series against Texas, if he doesn't have the 61st home run by that point, those four games of Texas, one of them is a doubleheader on that Tuesday, right? With the season ending on Wednesday, there's gotta be so much because, pressure and eyeballs and, on those. And, games. and
3: you look at today, like when they wrapped up the division, if they would have already had this done, you know, you might've seen a day off come like this would have been a perfect day to have it. Because if you look him and Donaldson are really the main two guys yeah. in the lineup here. So you've got a lot of guys uh, that that were sitting out today for the New York Yankees. And I think rightfully so, but still blue Jays, uh, you know, this is where you got to capitalize too. If you're the Toronto blue Jays, you got to be able to, uh, you know, get this home and, you know, not let the O's hang around. They're three and a half back. So yeah, Yankees sat a lot of guys today, but nevertheless, uh, it is going to be 3-3, three to three top of the seventh. That's Aaron Hicks up, and then the other Aaron, Mr. Judge, will be up next.
4: Well, we will wait for Aaron Judge to come up to the plate here as he's on deck, but how about the National League East? We're doing the show yesterday. You notice how they still had the National League East futures odds while the games were going on. Right now, the New York Mets find themselves in a hole once again against the Miami Marlins, sitting mm-hmm. in the seventh inning, the Mets. Plus nine hundred as they trail four nothing total in that game is fifty or five and a half, but the Atlanta Braves might be letting an opportunity slip away as they trail the Nationals two to one plus one ninety. They're on the money line in the seven.
3: Yeah, and and look, uh, I think uh, I know we have talked about it uh, a couple couple times at least over the last few weeks of this program. I think it was one of the pro tips on uh, follow the money this morning just because you have to win doesn't mean you will win and and we <laughs> saw that last night we're seeing it again by the way another run for the Miami Marlins they are now up 4 to nothing market actually came in a little bit on the Marlins tonight maybe that was a little bit of a fade of Taiwan Walker and also the fact that look they haven't played very well the New York Mets, we talked about it last night. You're losing at home to the Cubs. You're losing at home to the Nationals and the Marlins. These are teams well out of the chase that are absolutely just playing out the rest of the season and trying to get to number game number 162, and yet the Mets not taking advantage here, and uh, neither are the Atlanta Braves, for that matter. Jake Odorizzi, they got him at the deadline uh, from the Astros little bit of money came in on the Washington Nationals, actually, because I think they were $2 dogs in the overnight, and I see them close at DraftKings plus one seventy five. So, look, you're seeing some parlay killers, and that's what happens on the weeknight when the bettors come back into the market. They're going to be wanting to bet these teams that, you know, quote-unquote need the win, <laughs> whether it's for the wild card or for a division race or seeding in the playoffs, what have you. So far, the uh, dog's having some bite tonight.
4: Yeah, and we'll see if we can have some opportunities getting in on some of these dogs in-game, especially with the National League wildcard race. Philadelphia Phillies, they lead the Chicago Cubs 1-0 in the fifth. Then you have the Milwaukee Brewers, who are a game and a half back from the Phillies for that third and final wildcard spot in the National League. They're up one nothing against the NL Central Division champion, St. Louis Cardinals. Right now, Milwaukee minus 345 yeah. But the Phillies also minus 190 both games in the fifth inning. And and that's really going to be a tight race here Mm -hmm. as these teams, especially if you're Philadelphia, you're playing the Cubs. You got to come up with some of these victories here. Last night, they lose the game. They're two to one tonight. Now they're up one nothing. If they can hold on, they can at least continue to have that one and a half game gap.
3: Yeah, and and, and look, uh, just talking about this race, I will uh, focus on the uh, brewers here just briefly. We mentioned that this price was going to go up. Uh we didn't know how much it was going to go up, but we mentioned it was what, a dollar forty in the overnights, and then uh St. Louis goes ahead and clinches the central. So now you see guys resting. I'm just uh looking at this uh at this uh, lineup here. Goldschmidt playing, and I think a lot of that, too, and it's similar, I think, to Judge with the Yankees. You got a milestone. Goldschmidt, of course, uh, very much leading the MVP race, probably going to be your National League MVP, but you saw a lot of guys. You you didn't see Pujols go. I look at this lineup, Donovan, Carlson, Goldschmidt, Yepes, Dickerson, DeJohn, Burleson, uh, Kenizer, Deluzio. So you have several guys that aren't usually in that day-to-day lineup that are going for St. Louis tonight.
4: And Aaron Judge is at the plate in Toronto right now. I can't see the count. You know what? The, I know they're showing a replay right now, but uh, the, the light that we have in the city. I believe block we have score. a 2-2 count a two, two here count. Okay. Because right now, walk or hit by pitches minus 105. Home run mm-hmm. is 20-1. to one.
3: He's going to be careful with him, though, you would think, because Aaron Hicks did get a leadoff single here in the seventh.
4: Yeah, so I think he'll be conservative, maybe make him try to fish for one. But Judge, to his credit, has been disciplined at the plate. And has not been swinging that garbage. Is now I believe we have a full count, Mm -hmm. three two. So uh, it's it's been a bummer to see. And like we talked about this two weeks ago, the closer he got to this, would teams pitch to him? And then you broke down the schedule accurately of saying, hey. These are going to be teams that are fighting for wild cards mm-hmm. that he has to face, so they're not going to go ahead and give him some meatballs across the plate for him to knock out of the yard as he goes ahead and looks like the strikeout or he fouled yeah, it off. Yeah, he fouled oh, it off. Fouled it off. All right. That light is something else. Michael's huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I think he struck out or fouled it uh, But, hey, it's a, it's a necessary evil. But a judge right now is facing a full count. Would you bet the walk hit by pitch at minus 105, or do you think that strikeout plus 225 presents a little bit of value
3: Yeah, i'd lean if i had to i'd try to take get the strikeout at plus 220
4: Mm -hmm. yeah that's the yeah i don't want to lay minus 105 in this spot and maybe he gets something that looks a little appealing to where he can strike out as they throw it at first there boom yeah you uh, cannot we we have it totally muted and we can hear it even (laughs) the crowd in
3: toronto (laughs) because, <laughs> look, I think that's the thing is, you know, obviously we're in the content space. We have to cover this. This is the A story right now in baseball, but it's everywhere. So it does get a little bit like, oh, my God, yet again. <laughs> so I can kind of understand here a little bit as uh, Aaron Judge swings yeah. away and does foul that off. He's fighting. So. Yep.
4: He's fighting, man. We get the. Uh, he
3: wants to. He wants to get it done with. I mean, oh, you know.
4: Yeah, yeah you. Can, I'm, I'm sure, and like he it's almost more
3: like a relief right now. He's not quite losing his hair like Roger Maris did, of course, when he was going
4: yeah. for it. Well, well uh, Judge, he's a guy that kind of keeps the same demeanor. Yeah, he's always kind of even yeah. but I would imagine that if. You asked him and you gave him a little bit of truth here. I would say that, man, this thing is really, yeah, get to me. I wish I could just, he, he wants, he, he wants
3: to get it done. And then, you know, uh, I don't know how much he would want to pursue a record, though. I mean, that's a long way oh. away. Speaking of record, Uh-oh. there it
4: is, gone. There it is. All rise, all rise, 20 to 1. Aaron Judge has just hit the 61st home run of the season. Tying an American League record set by former Yankee Roger Maris. And the moment happens north of the border Mm -hmm. against the Toronto Blue Jays. In the game, it's a two-run blast. Yeah, so don't ever say we're not good neighbors, Canada. And the the smile on his face, I think our suspicions, Wes, were accurate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because you see the smile on his face. Almost like a big relief as he's being congratulated by all of his teammates. But
3: now he wants to get to 62 and really be done with this thing.
4: So plus 250, Aaron Judge hit a homer tonight. Looks like I was a night early. I knew he was going to do it in Mm -hmm. Toronto. I bet on him last night. He does it tonight at plus 250. I want to see what that 61 and a half number comes up with tomorrow. Yes. With Aaron Judge, if he can go ahead and hit 62. But we'll talk more about this on the other side. Also preview the college football week six lines as well. Judge making history on Vison live bet tonight.
0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void We're prohibited by law.
5: See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is VSim Live Bet tonight with Family Bebefe and Wes
3: Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network.
4: Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VEASAN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. 24-7 video season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options become part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino. In downtown Las Vegas, and if you're just joining us, we witnessed history in Toronto just moments ago. Aaron Judge hitting home run number 61 to tie the American League record previously set by former Yankee great Roger Maris, and the the moment the weight West mm-hmm. comes off of the shoulders plus 250, Judge was to hit a home run tonight. 99 percent of the bets on this to match
3: is number 99. <laughs> exactly. uh, so, uh, it the magic, <laughs> the magic number of 61. And, uh, by the way, I was just looking at some stats. Uh, I believe 31 of his home runs of the 61 this year have been hit on the road. So, mm. you know, they can't just say, Oh, this guy plays in a sandbox up there in the stadium in the Bronx, because, uh, he's hitting them pretty much, uh, all across the country. So they were showing his parents, uh, Uh, talking and hugging with uh, Roger Maris Jr., because obviously the Maris family part of this. And you know what? They probably want this to to happen anyway. You know, it's like, hey, we've had the record for a long time. You know, we don't want to, you know, have to travel, you know, to ballpark to ballpark (laughs) necessarily and, uh, you know, finally get this done to see our father's record get broken. But
4: Well, they still got to travel for him to go to get 62. I
3: know. So they'll (laughs) be back at the stadium on Friday. No game tomorrow unless he comes up for another a B. We are in the top of the seventh, by the way. Five to three. Yankees do take the lead. So uh, you know, congratulations to him. And and, and now the uh, all-time not only AL leader, but of course the all-time Yankee leader, co-leader, I should say, for the season. So game's not gonna be till Friday. So uh we were saying, okay, when's Aaron Judge get an off day? He gets one tomorrow because there's no game scheduled. They'll get yeah. the Orioles, I believe. I think that's a three-game set. If if uh, I might yes, be, it might be yeah, four. Th- I think it's a
4: three. I believe. Yeah, yeah.
3: So yeah, they'll, they'll start the Friday at home, and of course, the O's, uh, you know, hanging by a thread, trying to stay in that wild card. I think they were three and a half back as of tonight. And uh, yep, three-game uh, set. Meanwhile, inning not over. Uh, error committed by Bichette. So five to three Yankees lead here in the top of the seven. Gonna try to get you a live price right and the minus here. 500 range you have 580 yeah okay 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 yeah. yeah mine hadn't refreshed yet so uh uh you know looking like it's at least trending over the total
4: we'll see how this uh, yankee bullpen goes ahead and closes it out judge to start this plate appearance was 15 to 1 during the plate appearance in game like in when it was going on, he got up as high as twenty to one mm-hmm. at draft because I was looking at it to see what it was when we were talking about hit by pitch or walk or strikeout was plus two twenty-five was a full count. It didn't look like it was gonna happen if he was gonna get something good to hit there since there was a runner on on second. Yeah. And and he got something good to hit and he and he went ahead and deposited it out in left field. Yeah. But twenty to one at that moment, for Judge to hit a home run, congratulations to anybody we, who went ahead and cashed that ticket.
3: We were talking about, you know, the coincidences with numbers here. Number uh, 99% on number 99 to hit number 61. Of course, uh, the record of 61 homers was set in 1961, and we are now in 2022, 61 years later. How about that? Isn't sports, funny? the world works in mysterious ways.
4: Isn't sports just funny?
3: <laughs> yes.
4: Just the, it all comes full circle. There's there.
3: always, you know, and that's the thing. There's <laughs> always some kind of number angle with this thing. You know, it's a numbers game. Uh, they should do a show called that or something like that.
4: <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I heard about something about some, numbers game. Uh, shout out to Gil. He always gets those live bets in.
3: So. He does. We, we, we'll, appre- we'll we appreciate you being night, a Gil. team player, Gil. Yeah. Thank you very much. Sir. We'll
4: need something tomorrow night, though, so let's keep at it. <laughs> um, but like you mentioned, Yankees lead 5-3, minus 585. Blue Jays plus 420. Total got as high as 10.5. Now down to 9.5. They're juiced towards the over minus 130. The under sitting at even money. If I were to ask you, Wes, when he hits number home run number 62, which game do you think it is? Do you think he does it Friday night? At the stadium, you know, or do you think know, it goes you know, to Texas? You
3: know, I tend to think he's going to do it at home, even though I don't know, you know, where are the Orioles going to be? Are they going to be able to stay in this in this race? Mm-hmm. Because, look, they're kind of hanging by a thread. Obviously, still a winning season on the line, I believe. Three and are, a half back. Yeah, we're in the uh, seventh inning now uh, at Fenway Park tonight. And uh, Fenway, uh, the Boston Red Sox, minus 3,500, 1,100 on the plus side for the Baltimore Orioles as they are trying to come back. This is in the bottom of the seventh, by the way, mm-hmm. at Fenway. Uh, current total four and a half. Juicy over at minus one thirty. Red Sox on the run line minus three and a half, plus one
4: forty-five. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm curious to see when this happens. I, I think it happens this weekend. Judge yeah. At sixty-two. Yeah, I,
3: I, I, I tend to think you're right. Uh, I'm not the, saying to
4: jam bets for Judge to do it this weekend, yes. but. I think is one. I think this was the one that he had. Yeah,
3: just to get. Yeah, because because now it's kind of like maybe he's a little bit more free and easy mm-hmm. at, at the plate. Because look, he has been very disciplined at the plate. He's been taking his walks. He's not, you know, trying to mash everything out of the zone. Like sometimes I remember during that maguire Sosa chase many years ago, they'd take chances and and they'd swing at some stuff junk out of the zone. We really haven't seen Judge do that
4: he's been disciplined but every time they cut away to him you see a fat smile on his face mm-hmm. <laughs> you know this mm-hmm. was weighing on him heavily uh and congratulations to Aaron Judge being able to tie the American League record like we mentioned set previously by former Yankee Roger Maris but West, typically 615 this segment we do yes. our college football look ahead line so let's transition over to that we don't have our buddy Matt Grill with us here from DraftKings, but we got the numbers. He was able to send us those numbers, those games. So let's get to them right here. And the first one I want to bounce off of U.S. I'm not going to go in chronological order. I'm going to go into my interest. Okay. And my interest is looking in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. Red River Rivalry, one, yes. of the, one of the most famous rivalries in college football. Still on my bucket list. I haven't been able to go out there and watch it.
3: Uh, but... Always part of the <laughs> Texas
4: State Fair. State Fair of Texas. Get yes, it right. State Fair of Texas. That's right. <laughs> <But> Texas... Our <laughs> State Fair is a great State Fair. See, I got show tunes, too. <laughs> there you go. The Oklahoma Sooners, three-and-a-half-point favorites over at DraftKings against the Texas Longhorns. We're going to ask Matt Eumanns in about – Five minutes. He's going to come and join us to break down some of these games as well. But what are your initial thoughts there seeing the Red River line with the Sooners? Well,
3: and and both of these teams are getting a little bit of money against them because Mm -hmm. we've seen uh, Oklahoma. I think there were some sevens out there. Those have absolutely disappeared. It is six and a half against TCU. Same thing with Texas here. Uh, uh, I think there's still one or two tens out there in the market, depending on your store, but basically right around the opener against West Virginia, nine and a half. So I was curious, and, you know, if TCU, if it got back to seven, I'd very be very interested in the Horn Frog because, look, uh, TCU's still undefeated, and you always wonder about that team, you know, after they take that first loss, does that carry a hangover effect? So you've got both of these teams getting bet again, so that's why I think you see a number of three where it's like, okay, that's what we're going to put it out there. Oklahoma was ranked higher during the season. You know, you kind of go ahead and decide where it goes.
4: Yeah, I think that's going to be a really interesting game. Quinn, yours, what his status is like. Yeah, that's 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 another important
3: because Hudson Card has been going. Of course, uh, Texas, a tough loss at the end uh, down there in Lubbock to Texas Tech. So, uh, you know, already two and two, you know, do you stay with the season? Because there was a lot of expectations for the Longhorns and, you know, haven't really lived up to them. But, I mean, this is still... Sark second year getting recruits in place, so maybe uh, the cart kind of got put before the horse on this team.
4: How about Florida State and NC State? The Wolfpack have the monster game against Clemson coming up on Saturday. Well, next week in Week Six, they'll host the Florida State Seminoles, three and a half point favorites. Is this a game that you think you have to get ahead, especially if you think that NC State is live? Down there against Clemson.
3: Yeah, and 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 I would certainly, I mean, like if you like Clemson, you probably want to go ahead and bet Florida State right now. Florida mm-hmm. State, of course, has their own game by the way against Wake Forest. Basically, seeing seven in the market. A little bit of action on the Florida State side with Wake Forest off that overtime loss to Clemson. So you could certainly see that. And Florida State is improved this year. They're ranked for the first time in a minute down there in Tallahassee. Yeah. So. uh You know, NC State and Clemson, I have not bet this yet. By the way, this is a low total, one of the uh, Hurricane Hurricane Ian-affected games, obviously, Mm. thinking of everybody down there in South Florida, including uh, my aunt, who is fortunately in Indianapolis and not in her condo in Fort Myers. I tweeted that picture out on Twitter. The carport absolutely buried underwater. But nevertheless, uh, you know, I, I would be looking, especially if you like Clemson against NC State. I would be looking Florida State right now.
4: Yeah, and and if you like NC State against Clemson, mm-hmm. gotta probably lay that three and a half. there yes. with the with the Wolfpack yes. hosting the Seminoles. But we're just getting warmed up with these college football games. Matt Humans on the other side of Easton betting analyst. Also does the College Football Betting Podcast with our buddy Tim Murray, who hosts v Prime Primetime. He's going to join us here on the other side to talk some college football week six openers, courtesy of DraftKings. This is v Live Bet Tonight. This is v Live Bet Tonight
3: with Femi Abelofay and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on v the sports betting network.
4: Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line, boost, and special. Lace up for week four with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and touchdown insurance offers every Sunday. All season long, build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football and get your money back as a free bet if they score. At any time, head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi and alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And joining us now, our only guest on the show this evening, Matt Humans, our buddy, VEASAN betting analyst. You see him all across the network and especially Friday nights doing the Saturday bet prep, which has been a lot of fun Here at Circa, but humans appreciate the time and thank you for joining us here this evening. We've been looking over some of these college football week six openers. And the one I want to start off here with you is one of my favorite rivalries. I have no ties or allegiance to it, but I always think it's the best rivalry in college football is Red River, Texas and OU Sooners over at DraftKings laying three and a half in this game over at the Cotton Bowl. What are your initial thoughts when you see that line with Oklahoma laying it against the rival Longhorns?
5: Over the summer when uh, uh, Vinny Maiulo, Chris Andrews, and the guys at South Point opened the numbers on these games, I was uh, I was thinking that Texas would be about, I want to say, three-and-a-half to four-point dog. And the number opened a little bit higher. I think South Point opened at six-and-a-half. I'm not sure if you guys have the South Point openers in front of you, but I think it was around six-and-a-half or seven at the time, and I thought that was too high. I've not been – obviously that impressed with uh, Texas with Hudson card at quarterback. It's, it's a, a downgrade from Quinn Ewers, at least the way he was playing against Alabama in the first quarter of that game. And I felt like if uh, Ewers would have stayed healthy that day, Texas would have beat Alabama, but is he going to be back for this game? And that's a question I don't think we have answered yet. So uh, Wes, what do you think? Is, is there a shot? We're going to see Quinn Ewers back quarterback in the red river game. Cause if he does, I think he's a difference maker.
3: Yeah, I think absolutely right. And, and that's why you're seeing this at three, too, because you've got Oklahoma in that spot against TCU this week, and TCU's gotten a little bit of support being down to six and a half because how's Oklahoma going to react to that first loss of the season? Chris Kleeman absolutely owns the Sooners and certainly did last week. And then Texas – Heartbreaking loss to Texas tech and OT you got West Virginia. So the market, not really betting these two teams this week. And that's why I think you see this uh, boilerplate number at three, Matt, but uh, I want to ask you about a game. I know you had the Gators last week in Knoxville. They got in the back door against Tennessee. Tennessee has a bye week LSU laying nine right now at Auburn, Auburn with that number two quarterback. And, uh, you know they're near fiasco losing uh missouri last week but tennessee minus three at lsu and i know you watched a lot of that game what were your observations on the vols and would you be laying this if you were to get down right now and lay the vols at the small number on the road against lsu
5: well i want to see i want to see lsu play at auburn this week first and um well, I think Tennessee. The Volunteers are who we thought they were. Really, I, I thought they were, their power rating was inflated going into the Florida game because if, if you really look back at the Pit game, I thought that um, Tennessee was fortunate in that game to win in overtime. It was almost West, a 17-0 game. That interception in the end zone, and then before you know it, it's 10-7, and then the Pit quarterback gets knocked out, and all of a sudden Tennessee wins the game in overtime. So I don't. Uh, I don't think Tennessee is maybe as strong as some people think. And obviously Florida, a couple of critical mistakes in that game in Knoxville last week of the Gators, I thought, well, you know, would have been in position to pull the upset. But, and by the way, they let a guy who's not a passer, Anthony Richardson, throw for about 450 in that game. And that's got to be a concern when you're looking at the Tennessee pass defense as well. Jaden Daniels, not a great passer either. Uh, but I think he's starting to pick up on Brian Kelly's offense, and he's getting a little bit better. I'm hearing reports from insiders that the LSU players, everybody in the building basically hates Brian Kelly. Maybe everybody but <laughs> Jaden Daniels. I think he probably, he probably likes him since he made him the starting quarterback. But I'm hearing that Kelly's rubbed so many guys along, the wrong way, and a lot of guys aren't excited about playing for him. I think that's something you got to keep in mind. And also, when you look at LSU this week, Uh, The past 10 years, five trips to Auburn, and uh, LSU is two and three straight up. The wins are by two and one point, and uh, the losses, two blowouts by 30 or more, all three losses by double digits. LSU has not played well at Auburn in the past. Robbie Ashford, I think, is going to be the quarterback for the Tigers. Wes, wouldn't you think that's the case this week? The freshman, yeah, I think... I think you got to play the freshman Ashford and see what he can do in that game. So I want to see how LSU plays there. But right now, a lot of times, you call it the boilerplate number, and I think as an odds maker, you're just kind of taking the easy way out or playing it safe. you make Tennessee minus three, you can't get hurt too bad by making that number. As of today, I think that's probably a safe number. (laughs)
4: <laughs> it's, it's funny funny the uh, shocking news that humans just delivered here that the players don't like Brian Kelly. He seems, he seems like he's a, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a jolly old fella. salt of the earth guy. Exactly. I thought he's pretty personable from my couch, but who am I? I guess uh, we're speaking with Matt Humans, <laughs> decent betting analyst here, talking college football week six openers. Let's stay in the SEC here. Humans, Alabama laying twenty one against Texas A and I'm looking at the markets for this week. Bama's getting bet. A and M's getting bet against. Do you have to lay it, the 21 with the Crimson Tide, if you want them? Do you think this number is likely to go up past that key number of 21?
5: I'll say if you play it, lay it. Mm -hmm. That's what I would go with on this game. And uh, it goes back a little bit to the jimbo Sabin feud over the summer. I don't think – I I wouldn't necessarily say there's bad bad blood between those guys, but why would Saban – uh, let his uh, foot off the throat when he's got J- Jimbo down in this game. I think you want to squeeze the life out of A&M and uh, not let him up. And I, I would think that if, if the uh, tide get up on this game, Saban's not going to let off the gas like he does against a lot of uh, other weaker opponents. Because really A&M, with uh, all the resources and the way the NIL deals are coming about and everything, that's a program that I think Alabama's got to take seriously. If you got a chance to beat the crap out of them, beat the crap out of them. And uh, that's what Bama is probably going to be able to do. Uh, Wes, I think this number, uh, Femi, I'm pretty sure this number was 17, 16 mm-hmm. and a half, 17 over the summer. So the, the fact that it's bumped up to 21, hey, look, A&M's got an anemic offense. Mac, Max Johnson is uh, an average quarterback, average passing quarterback, slightly above average at best. Your top wide receiver, Anaya Smith, is now dumb for the season. I, I actually uh, have a bet on Mississippi State against A&M this week, and it, it's kind of a sandwich game for A&M because you had Arkansas, the game that A&M was lucky to win. Now you got Mississippi State with Alabama on deck. I think uh, A&M's about ready to drop two in a row. I think uh, they lose to Will Rogers and the Bulldogs and Starkville this week. And I think they get pummeled by Bama next week. I'm a dog player for the most part, but I'm not playing that dog.
3: Matt will uh, stick in our backyard here at Allegiant Stadium, by the way, next week. Neutral side game for both teams. Both teams that have fans that travel well, and that's BYU and Notre Dame. Notre Dame, I believe, uh, was that minus one on the Mm -hmm. Irish. uh, BYU has the uh, old wagon wheel rivalry against Utah State on Thursday, a very much down Utah State team. So what's your read on what you've seen on these two teams? Drew Pine looked better in his second start last week against North Carolina.
5: He did, and everybody was betting North Carolina like they knew the final score before the game kicked off, <laughs> and uh, the Irish put a whipping on them. So I think you have to look at the Irish in a little different light now after that win at Carolina. I'm, I'm upset with myself because I thought over the summer when this uh, look-ahead line opened at Notre Dame minus 7 or 7.5, I said that was too high. I thought this BYU team was going to be really good with 19 starters back, 11 guys back on defense one of the most mature teams in college football in terms of returning production. I should have grabbed that number. I didn't do it. I have a lot of regret. Uh, Right now, I think you're still going to have a a pro Notre Dame crowd because it's the Shamrock Series. Notre Dame controls more of the tickets. I believe that's the case. But BYU is going to have a fair share of support there. I think you have to make Notre Dame. I don't disagree with their number. I'd probably make Notre Dame one and a half on uh, my numbers right now. Uh, But I'm just upset I didn't grab that seven with BYU over the summer.
4: Hey, humans, we got about 40 seconds left. Washington uh-huh. State's taking on USC. The Trojans, 14-point dogs. But the Cougars, their defense has been a little frisky so far this year. Uh, what do you make of this line with the USC laying two touchdowns?
5: Uh, if anything, I think that number will probably go up just a little bit because the public loves the USC. And I was impressed by Oregon State's defense last week. And I was on Oregon State in that game. But, uh, I didn't. I would not have been on the Beavers if I knew Chance o- Nolan was going to throw four picks because I, I didn't think they would be able to hang in the game. So he throws four picks, and Oregon State still leading that game with a minute and a half to go. I thought that was impressive. Uh, I give Washington State a chance to hang in this. So, Femi, if you give me more than fourteen, I probably take a look at the Cougars.
4: All right, there it is. He is Matt Humans, Veasan betting analyst and senior editor here, joining us on a wednesday humans we appreciate all the time and uh best of luck buddy we'll talk soon okay you bet thanks thanks matt awesome stuff there from humans breaking down college football week six openers from DraftKings. he said if you're gonna play it with bama go ahead and lay it
3: yeah i think uh this is the (laughs) nick saban revenge tour on jimbo fisher so that's gonna get a lot of action on the tide
4: yeah i'm certainly i'm sure that's baked into the number but i don't know if it's baked in enough Given what Jimbo had to say about Alabama. Come on back with us. It's Vsin Live Bet Tonight.
6: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
3: This is v Live Bet Tonight with Femi Ababafe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on v the sports betting network.
4: Welcome back. This segment of VEASAN Live Bet tonight is presented by Zyn Nicotine Pouches. Zyn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zyn understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline's a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zyn will be there for you. Check out Zyn Nicotine Pouches at ZIN.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abbefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here at the VSIN Studios here at Circa. Just had Matt Humans on in the last segment talking some week six college football mm-hmm. openers. Great stuff as always from Humans. Their interesting analysis about Tennessee because he says he's not really buying. The Vols.
3: Yeah, I, I want to see when they really get tested. They've got an explosive offense, but mm-hmm. defensively, like Matt said about Anthony Richardson, who, you know, still is, I think, developing as a quarterback down there for uh, Billy Napier and the Gators. And he threw it all over them. So Tennessee, and look, that's part and parcel of the fact that Josh Heupel runs that tempo. Uh, I recall when we were leaving after a show last week, they were showing, uh, I think, Akron and Tennessee on the bad beats. And Mm -hmm. you've got Tennessee with the number twos and the number threes in there. And, uh, you know, everybody but the water boy, they're still running tempo, 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 tempo. (laughs) So, you know, when you do that and you score so quickly, you leave your defense on the field. Uh, a lot. And that defense gets worn out. And I think it certainly did against Florida. Florida did get in the back door, uh, did get that late touchdown. I think it closed 10 or 10 and a half. That was pretty much the market consensus.
4: Uh, I want to table college football here just for a second. And will talk a little bit, get some baseball numbers out there. The Braves and the Nationals, West, they're tied up at two in the ninth inning. So the Braves, they were down 2-1. The mm-hmm. Nationals go ahead and take the lead now. They've tied at yeah. minus 110. They're on the money line. Mm. Then also in the NL East. The Mets trail, the Marlins four to two New York in the eighth inning plus plus
3: one forty. Yeah. Bases, uh, loaded by the way, uh, here for the uh, Mets who got two in the seven. So got three on here. Jeff McNeil about to come up to the plate for the, uh, Metropolitan. So, uh, Comebacks uh, definitely happening here. Uh, the Braves got that tying run. Michael Harris, the second. Uh, I haven't even checked to see what his NL rookie of the year odds are. I think mm-hmm. he's he's got to get it. It was between neck and neck with him and Spencer Strider, you know, going forward. But the thing is, Spencer Strider doesn't play every day. He only plays every five days. And Michael Harris going every day. What a revelation he has been. He's moved up in the lineup because earlier in the summer, they were batting him, I believe, like eighth or ninth. Now they're batting him third behind Acuna and Swanson. So he's still producing. So two to two. Runner still on in the top of the ninth, by the way, for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Nats have pretty much led throughout. I'm seeing Braves minus 165 plus $1.35 on the Nats.
4: Chicago Cubs lead the Philadelphia Phillies 4-1 in the seventh. So Philadelphia is struggling with this Chicago team. And Aaron Nola, oh, just,
3: he just never gets any run support because that's a guy... You know, I look at when you look at a guy's peripherals. You know, this is more pre-flop baseball uh, betting, but you look at his peripherals and it's like they're really good at with his numbers. His xFIP is a, is a 284, which if you're under three in that category, you're pitching outstanding. And yet, you look at his record; he's 10 and 12 this season. So this guy never gets run support when he starts, and he's certainly not getting it tonight at Wrigley.
4: The Red Sox lead the Orioles three to one right now. Boston is in the top of the ninth. Mm-hmm. So this is the last chance to dance for Baltimore uh, as they're down by a two, but Baltimore, they're just letting this thing slip away. Seattle's yeah. Seattle's not putting them away. So well, you kind of you, kind of, you kind of have
3: chance. had that feeling over the last couple of weeks that the Orioles just running out of gas here, 80 and 74. So look, I uh, hadn't had a winning season there at Camden Yards in a long time, still uh, more than likely going to get that done, but you just feel like they're they're running a little bit on empty. They didn't really make a ton of moves, I think, to improve their team, if anything. And of course, remember they traded trade Mancini to Houston, who's kind of sitting on that Houston bench and not even playing every day. It's like, maybe he could have used that guy in yeah. Baltimore.
4: Yeah, just a little bit there. Uh, speaking of which, the Seattle Mariners trail, the Texas Rangers one nothing right now in Seattle. Also, we're going to get Aaron Judge at the plate one more time tonight. Uh, might come here in the top of the eighth, could come in the top of the ninth. So Judge will be on our eyes looking out Mm -hmm. for that as 62 watch is now officially underway with Judge hitting home run number 61 earlier this evening, about 30 minutes ago. But let's get back while we have a little bit of time here, Wes, uh, in this segment to the college football here. And I wanted to ask you if there was a line that you thought was going to move before the weekend's games that we should get on right now. Because I think that's the real value of the segment of having these college football openers. Because if you look at last week's numbers, we saw NC State Clemson. Clemson was nine, mm-hmm. currently six and a half. Florida State hosting Wake. Last week, the Seminoles were laying two, now laying seven at home. So these numbers can really move here throughout. I mean, Ole Miss was laying four against Kentucky last week, now laying seven. Which line do you think is going to have that big jump before the weekend's game? Mm-hmm. By the time we reopen up on Sunday... It's like, whoa, didn't expect that after looking yeah, at the look Yeah,
3: the one I was kind of looking at here would be TCU minus five and a half at Kansas. Uh, Kansas, of course, mm-hmm. undefeated. People are buying into the Jayhawks here. Had a big sellout against Duke. Got a nice win over an undefeated Blue Devils team. And you have Iowa State laying three on the road, but I've seen plenty of support for Kansas, probably the majority, at least the majority of the tickets. I don't know about the dollars. We'll learn more uh, toward kickoff on Saturday. But I've been seeing a fair amount of support for Kansas because Iowa State, you know, there's always the scuttlebutt that Matt Campbell might be out the door after this season, that this might be the year where he finally is like, hey, I did what I can do here in Ames, you know, turned it into a pretty good program and uh, might be moving on. But uh, I kind of lean Iowa State this weekend. I think this is a step up for Kansas. Uh, You know, they beat Duke. They beat West Virginia, you know, it's kind of a program still trying to figure it out, did win in Morgantown, but I kind of like Iowa State here, so I think TC. if Iowa State gets that win, TCU's going to get some support, and you can see TCU getting supported in the market against Oklahoma, not a seven to be found right now, we'll see if if one emerges on uh, game day on Saturday, but Uh, I I think this TCU club is very good. Uh, I had their over. I had to wait until the very last minute to get it, but it was TCU and SMU in that iron skillet battle down there in Dallas that they have annually. And uh, I like TCU and I especially like their defense, which is very much improved. Joe Gillespie, was the defensive coordinator for many years at Tulsa with Philip Montgomery. Mm -hmm. He is a huge upgrade for that team. They're finally going with the right quarterback. They were trying to play two in that game against Colorado. They're finally going with Max Duggan, the experienced quarterback, who really is a dual threat guy. So, you know, I kind of like this TCU team. I think uh, the cupboard wasn't necessarily bare uh, for Sonny Dykes as he came over from SMU over to Fort Worth to TCU. So, I think that TCU line might move a little bit. I could see them laying a, at least over a touchdown.
4: Bama laying 21 against A&M is very fascinating because we know mm-hmm. that the revenge factor is already cooked into this with what AM did to Alabama last year at College Station. Then what happened this summer with Jimbo Fisher's comments saying that Bama pay, pays all their guys right. all this money right. or whatever have you. Does this still have room to go? Because we talked about it with humans. The openers on the game of the year lines was 17 around that Mm -hmm. number, now sitting with 21. Yeah. Do we see 23 and a half, 24, on Sunday I, I, when these reopen,
3: I think we very well could. And look, uh, even taking the opponent and that angle you were talking about where this might be the Nick Saban revenged her after what Jimbo Fisher had said. And, uh, you know, actually what Nick Saban said and then Jimbo Fisher's response yeah. to it. But We, uh, we always forget the part. Look, <laughs> when you when, when, when have these openers come out at Circa Sports and then repopulate elsewhere in the market uh, later on on Sunday and then Monday morning – Alabama is always going to get bet on the opener because I think it's just guys that, you know, might be sharp guys that might not even necessarily like that side for that individual game. But it's like, I know I'm not going to be able to lay this number on on uh, next Saturday on game day. So, look, I think it's I think it could go to 24 now. And we were talking about that over break. It's like that's a lot of points for a Texas A and M team that has a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Jimbo's been recruiting. I mean, every day I'm seeing they get a new five star guy, and they've been a top five class for the better part of the last two or three seasons. Now we haven't seen it materialize. I think the people down in College Station are getting restless. Like, okay, when are we going to a playoff, brother? You know, <laughs> because yeah. we're getting all we're getting all these dudes, yeah, but we're paying for all these. Yeah, seasons, but yeah. yet our offense is still anemic, and we're still trying to find a quarterback. It's like okay, I love all these D linemen and O linemen and secondary and all these guys. Let's get a quarterback that can lead us to the promised land. But, yeah, I think that this probably could move. Keep in mind, though, Alabama, they, I think they're laying – I think it's about 17, 17 and a half right now. Arkansas's played them tough the last two years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Alabama better not be looking ahead. And then you look at Texas A&M – They're a dog right now to Mississippi State minus three and a half. And Mississippi State has been that real improved team in the SEC West because now you got the third year. In the air raid system, that's when you see some improvement here. So now these guys, Mike Leach has most of his guys, and not the previous uh, regime, and having to have their players.
4: So perhaps a little bit of value there, especially in the Bama Arkansas situation with Bama looking ahead. Yeah, to yeah, slide I, I'm
3: over. leaning Arkansas on the points for sure.
4: Well, that was our pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on Visa across every show, so that means at least twenty every day. They're all at Visa.com where you can sort them by sport and by show. Hour number two coming up next.